Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Ah, welcome to the program. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. We archive everything, good and bad. It's a meet Friday. Chad from Traeger is here, busy whipping up some tailgate food. And who has it better than we do? Nobody. Nobody. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Let Todd book. Similar to Let Russ cook. Let Todd book. We decided to let Todd book the show. He didn't confer with Paulie or myself. He did everything on his own. We let him be the producer, the executive producer, and the booker. And it was so quiet yesterday afternoon. No text messages, no emails, no phone calls. How relaxing was that for you guys? <sighs> I text Paulie. I said, man, this is a great afternoon. He goes, wait, what, what's going on? I go, no, I'm not hearing from Todd. <laughs> Nothing. It's like a Corona ad. Yeah, it was just nice. <laughs> I felt like a Friday night or a Saturday night, I bet, yesterday for you guys. Rodney Harrison, the former Patriot, worked for NBC Sports, will join us coming up a little bit later on. Uh, Bruce Feldman, the great uh, college football writer for The Athletic, Fox Sports, will stop by. And uh, John Oates of Hall & Oates, the most successful duo of all time. Got that right. Yes. John Oates, big football fan, lives in Nashville, I had breakfast with him in Paris a couple of years ago. We talked the SEC, and Todd booked John Oates. Of course, Todd is a big fan of Hall & Oates. Um, And I think I said yesterday, I don't want you to reach out to John Oates of Hall & Oates 
I did say that, right? Right. And like when you tell a little kid, don't touch the cookie and you leave the room, what's the little kid going to do? He's going to eat the cookie. All right. That's how that happens. Are you planning on singing with John Oates in the last hour of the show? I would love to do that or some type of, you know, melody, a mix of a few of my favorite songs, whatever you're comfortable with, I'm up for. Oh, I'm not comfortable with it. I'm just saying, <laughs> are you planning on singing with John Oates? I was thinking about doing like a little mix of a, like a couple lines from some of my favorite songs, if that's something that you think the audience can deal with without changing the channel real fast. Yes, Paulie. Based off Fritzy's rationale of you, he being a child and he doing, you know, you tell him not to do something and he'll do it. Can you ask him uh, not to book Tom Brady and not to book Patrick Mahomes <laughs> sometime this season? Mm, mm. I see what you did there. Okay. Nice. nice. All right. You can watch this show if you like on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. Download the app. It's free. Uh, we say good morning to our radio affiliates around the country. Fox Sports Radio, iHeart Radio that distributes this uh, award nominated show. Ohio State beat Minnesota last night. Coastal Carolina, Utah, Arizona State all roll. Busy weekend in college football. Penn State, Wisconsin, Alabama, Miami, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, and Texas, Georgia, Clemson, LSU, UCLA. And then you have Notre Dame and Florida State on Sunday. You have Ole Miss and Louisville on Monday. Football's here. Think back to last year at this time. When I told you the Big Ten was not going to play, they were shutting it down. Pac-12 was going to shut it down. The SEC said we're full speed ahead. We weren't sure about what was going to happen with the NFL. Were they going to be able to postpone games? Could they move them to other days? Uh, we, we were really in a state of flux when it came to uh, college football and even the NFL. A year later... Feels like we're pretty secure. It was a big crowd last night in Minnesota. I'm sure college football weekend will be festive. Uh, the NFL, uh, what's happening with uh, vaccinations, being able to go to games, what are the restrictions when you go, what are the requirements. But it's a big difference than a year ago because we weren't sure what kind of college football we were going to have, and the same with the NFL. But hopefully – we uh, are able to get through this college football season and certainly the NFL. The NFL is not planning on uh, moving games. They're planning on if teams don't uh, adhere to the rules, they're, you're going to forfeit. Same with college. that They want the, the rule, the edict out there that this is how we're going to go. This is the bottom line because college football and the NFL, they missed out on the bottom line last year making money one of the themes of the college football season is new quarterbacks for elite programs and last night we saw cj stroud a redshirt freshman debut for ohio state he started off slow but then picked up some speed through four touchdowns the buckeyes big win over minnesota this weekend we'll see dj yui the uh clemson starter taking over for trevor lawrence bryce young takes over for mac jones in alabama and it speaks to the quality of these programs that these three schools are still the favorites to win it all, and they have new quarterbacks. They recruit great players, coach them well. There's also a trend of one-year wonders. In the old days, the best quarterbacks played a couple of years at the same school, and then you got to know them. And then you realized that it wasn't just a fluke, that you're going to put in a great season they're putting in great seasons, plural. The young quarterbacks seem ready as ever because they're playing this when they're in high school. Uh, they go to these seven-on-seven -seven camps, and it just feels like they're ready for this style of offense. Don't count out a team just because they have a new man under center. Even if last year's starter is playing on uh, Sundays this year, that doesn't mean that they're going to take a step back. 
with the game's most important position. This program is brought to you by great folks at Dollar Shave Club. Make sure you upgrade to a Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor. Get an extra close shave every single morning. Find your perfect shave wherever you shop, in-store, online at dollarshaveclub.com, dollarshaveclub.com. Pick up a bag of Penny's Biscuits, the Bang Biscuits, the bite-sized treats, perfect rewards for training, and uh, anytime you want to thank your dog for good behavior. Boy, if that was the case, my dog Winnie wouldn't get any. Wow. She has some problems still, you know. She's a puppy. My wife keeps saying she's a puppy. I said, but when is she not a puppy? Like, what is the age when you're not a puppy? Yes, yeah, you probably got a year and a half left. <laughs> she works me. She works me hard. Just a baby. I know. She's a puppy. Uh, but the uh, uh, all healthy, all healthy, uh, healthy, all natural ingredients. Twenty percent of all Bang Biscuit sales given back to handpicked partners in the pet industry. Yes, Paul. I, I see the pup out there. She's calmed down a little bit. No more biting. Mm-hmm. No more scratching. At least from what I've seen. Yeah, they're still. She loves to jump on you. Yeah. When you're not expecting it. And sometimes she can give you a cup check, and that's where you go, easy there, girl. Thank God she's gorgeous. <laughs> a good-looking dog. Yes, she is uh, very, very pretty. But uh, pick up Penny's Bang Biscuits there, the uh, healthy, all-natural treats that we have on the website. Go to danpatrick.com. Got some new T-shirts on there as well. We even got a T-shirt in honor of Todd Fritz. Let Todd book. Limited edition. Limited edition. In the Bad News Bears colors. Well, we're going to do, uh, we're going to uh, re- reveal that coming up in a little bit. It's fantastic. Yes. Thank you, Todd. All righty. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. McLovin, the poll question today will be... Okay, best second member of a duo. <laughs> Oates, <laughs> yeah. Garfunkel, Dave from Sam and Dave. Actually, I don't know which one was bigger, Sam or Dave. Mm. Sonny, Bono, I... I'm not really doing this, but... Sonny and Cher? Yeah. Was Sonny the uh, Garfunkel to Cher? Yes. Okay. Cher was a star. I remember watching the uh, Sonny and Cher show. Cher was great. Still is. But, uh, yeah. I, I'm i surprised. So, Simon and Garfunkel didn't sell more albums than Hall & Oates. Hall & Oates, I think, has sold 80 million albums. And they're listed as the number one selling duo of all time. Didn't Simon break off uh, solo yeah. pretty early on? Yeah, I don't know how early it was, but yeah, I don't know what happened with that. You know, but Paul's- There's a comedy duo, Garfunkel and Oates, that it's really funny. Uh, two women, are Garfunkel and Oates. Uh, anyway, that's not the poll for today, though. Mm. Okay. I have a few college football and pro football polls. Right. Start with... Which is more likely to happen, Alabama being in the title game or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting back to the Super Bowl? I would say Alabama getting in back in the title game. There, there's not a lot of competition in the NFC for the Buccaneers, but it's just so hard to repeat. And even though it, last time it happened, Brady was the quarterback for the Patriots, it's... Things happen during the course of a season. I mean, if this is four months, five months. There's a lot. Plus, if if your starting quarterback goes down, your backup quarterback is not the same if your starting quarterback goes down at Alabama. But I would say Alabama returning to the title game. 
What Would else? You, is it even worth doing Alabama versus the field poll? Is Alabama that good and that strong no. at number one? No. I don't think so. You know, Ohio State is is good. Feels like they're going to be an offensive-minded team more than defensive-minded. Um, Clemson's going to be there again. Got a good quarterback. Okay, same kind of question. If I gave you the top three candidates, according to Vegas, for the Heisman, Spencer Rattler of Oklahoma, Bryce Young of Alabama, and DJU from Clemson versus the field, how, which would you pick? So you get the top three in odds, which are Clemson, Alabama, and Oklahoma. Or the field? I would probably take those three. Quarterback position, high profile, going to win a lot of games, going to put up big numbers. Um, You know, is JT Daniels going to be able to win this? Is Sam Howell going to be able to win this? CJ Stroud, a redshirt freshman at Ohio State. The Ohio State. But I would probably take uh, those three. Yeah, Paul. You know what hurts DJU? Can I call him that from uh, the quarterback of Clemson? Sure. He starts with Georgia. So if he beats Georgia, he's a Heisman front runner. But then Clemson finishes with UConn, Wake Forest, and South Carolina. Not very challenging games. No offense. That last three. It's hard, harder to win the Heisman when you don't have any big games in November. I think. Well, you also, who's, are you going to play North Carolina in the ACC title game? Yeah. And it could be a showdown with him and Sam Howell. That would help a lot. Yeah. Right. The voting's after the championship game, right? Yeah, I think so. I think, yes. But, you know, it seems like a lot of, like, Joe Burrow types come out of nowhere. When well, you're doing your Heisman voting, like, do you try and be careful not to overreact to week oh, one? Oh, absolutely. Two? There's so many times when I've said to voters when, when I'm doing the show, hey, don't overreact to September. Because we want to give out... Leonard Fournette was winning the Heisman after September. Sam Darnold. Andrew Luck. And I said, let's just wait. I know that we want to rank, you know, who's the Heisman frontrunner, and we want to have the NFL MVP every single week. I get it. It's content. But I, I do think that we get caught up in, let me overreact to what I just saw. September's nice, but I want to see what you're doing in November. In December, that's when you win the Heisman. It feels like you can win it in September, but you're going to lose it when it, you get to November and December. And and this, you know, the other way that you're not going to be on the radar, and then all of a sudden we're going to go. That guy's not going away. That guy's playing in big games, playing really well. And that's usually what the case is. It's rare when you go wire to wire and you go, there, "There's nobody else who's going to win this Heisman Trophy." Yeah, I'm club. Yeah, Devontae Smith was not Devontae Smith quite yet. At this point last year. Well, we didn't think that a wide receiver could win the Heisman Trophy. And Waddle got hurt, and Devontae Smith was the best. I, I remember coming in and saying, when I watched him play, that there was nobody like him. Like, he was that good. There, he was just a difference maker. And normally, that's your quarterback or your running back. He was, a, he was different than anybody else in college football. And therefore, I had no problem you know, voting him as the Heisman Trophy winner even though he was a wide receiver. They didn't take him out of the game. Uh, and he, he, he showed up big in big games. That's what you want. Yeah, McLevin. But to Paulie's point, though, uh, you know, about not having good games at the end for DJU, for a long time, wasn't it just the best quarterback on the best team? I mean, the court, if the quarterback's good and he's the best team, that can help. That can win it in itself. If they go undefeated, it's going to be hard not to see him. Well, that, that happens 
you know, you have to go back to Gino Toretta when he wasn't the best player on his own team and he won the Heisman. Uh, it felt like that was the fallback. Hey, who do we give it to? Well, he's the quarterback for the best team in the country. I mean, Jason White at Oklahoma shouldn't have won the Heisman. I mean, he was the quarterback on the best team or one of the best teams. That doesn't mean that you should be the Heisman Trophy winner. But then, you know, if you're looking at the best players, we have great defensive players. They're just, you know, we're in an offensive-driven sport where all we care about are these big numbers. You really have to work to watch a great defensive player. And if you're a great defensive player, like Stingley at LSU, you just don't go in his direction. I mean, this is what happened with Dion. Dion was so good, he took away half the field. But was he up there for MVP? You got a guy who took away one side of the field as a defensive back, took your number one receiver. You wouldn't see him. I mean, Dion, if you if if he got an interception or a kick return, a punt return, that that's when you usually saw him make the highlights. You don't like Darrell Revis. Darrell Revis is a Hall of Famer. But how many plays did you watch Darrell Revis because you're not going to Darrell Revis' side of the ball? Yeah, Paul. And if you look back at the Heisman just the past five years, there was no odds on Devonta Smith, Devontae Smith last year for the Heisman before the season. Zero. Joe Burrow kind of came out of nowhere. He was a transfer. Kyler Murray, transfer. Baker Mayfield, transfer. Lamar Jackson was well-known. He had you know, a couple good years before his Heisman season. But you know, otherwise, a lot of come from nowhere, guys. Yeah, and, and Joe Burrow had a very pedestrian season before that. And then, you know, all of a sudden, Joe Brady came in as the offensive coordinator, and they had a ton of talent. That's as much talent as I've ever seen on football field at skill position, LSU, a couple of years ago. Absolutely. But yeah, the transfers here. And Lamar Jackson, it was like, yeah, but he, you know, he's playing at Louisville. Who's he playing against? Uh, is he going to be able to throw like that in the NFL? There were questions about Lamar Jackson. And, and I remember he had the highlight where he's jumping over a player. might have been the Syracuse game. And that was the one that was like, oh, my God, did you see that? And I had no problem voting for Lamar Jackson for the Heisman. Because I, I would watch him play instead of just highlights. And I thought he was awesome. I didn't go, well, I don't know if he can make that throw on Sunday. If, if you're basing it off of, well, what kind of pro is he going to be? And a lot of people did that. They would vote that way. That's not fair to what you're seeing in front of you. It's based on what you do in, in college, not what we think you're going to do in the pros. Yeah, McLovin. And the day he came in the studio after the Heisman, all of us were like, wow, that guy is not big at all. Well, he we was... said that about most of these yeah. guys. Uh, Johnny Manziel? Not a big guy. Who else came in? Student? Mariota was not a thick guy at no, all. No, he was Marcus thin. Mariota. Uh, Jameis was a big dude. Jameis, good size. When Trey he... Young's the smallest guest we've ever had in any capacity. <laughs> I think I could take him down low. And I wouldn't have been afraid to go to the line, <laughs> unlike Ben Simmons, if he fouled me there. All right, let me take a break. Um, UCLA's got a huge game against LSU. But it's also a big game for LSU. We'll uh, talk to Bruce Feldman, the uh, great college football reporter. He'll join us. We'll kind of handicap what we saw last night, what we'll see over the weekend in college football. Rodney Harrison, the uh, NBC Football Night in America analyst, and John Oates, part of the best-selling duo of all time, Hall & Oates. That's all coming up on this Meet Friday. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. 
It's Meat Friday, and those Traegers are getting used. Uh, we got four Traegers out there. They've been fired up yesterday, now today. And the grill enhances everything you cook. Incredible wood-fired flavor. That's what people say. Well, what's the difference? You have the wood-fired flavor in there, the pellets that you put in. And, you know, you don't have charcoal. You don't have gas. And you keep the moisture in. Six-in-one versatility. That means you can grill, smoke, bake, roast, braise, and barbecue all in one grill. Meaning the possibilities are as endless as the flavor is epic. Pulled pork, pizza. You can even have pie on there. I think we're having cocktails. Sources close to me said, well, it's a Friday, and Chad's in town, and he was talking about old fashions that he was going to make on the Traeger. Go! (laughs) We got a tailgate. Wi-Fi technology. I could control the grill from right here. I could. I'm not, but I could. Uh, The Traeger app, you have all the recipes there. It's great. We love Traeger. Uh, Check out a Traeger at your local dealer or visit TraegerGrills.com slash DP show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well... If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. 
I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, I've got into a bad habit, and, I, and I'm sure I've done this to you as well, the audience, because now when you hear somebody on TV sort of talk for a little while but not say anything, Jimmy Jimerson, we created this fictitious insider and uh, Seton said, hey, I'm going to be Jimmy Jimerson. And that, all that is is I can throw out a topic like, um, hey, uh, how do you think Bryce Young will do at Alabama as the quarterback replacing Mac Jones? Uh, let's go to Jimmy Jimerson, our insider. Well, Dan, obviously Bryce Young, big shoes to fill there with Mac Jones, who you know, obviously uh, QB1 in New England. You got to get a QB1 in there. Uh, QB one now up in New England, uh, who's you know Cam Newton mm. uh, has stepped aside now. Uh, obviously, they were replacing Tom Brady. So Bryce Young, though, long line of uh, quarterbacks here that he uh, is the next in succession of, uh, and we'll have to see how he does under uh, Nick Saban. All right, well, thank you. That's Jimmy Jimerson saying absolutely nothing. And <laughs> if you're a former player, you always have to say the National Football League. You're not allowed to say NFL. National Football League, that will, you know, lengthen it, elongate. <laughs> your, uh, give you time to think about what the hell you're going to be saying here. Thank you, Jimmy Jimerson. Bruce Feldman, Fox Sports reporter, college football writer for The Athletic. Bruce will be at the Rose Bowl Saturday night. It's LSU at UCLA. That game will be on Fox. Hey, Bruce, uh, glad to have you on. How surprised are you that uh, UCLA is favored in this game against LSU? Uh, To me, the thing, Dan, that a lot of people have kind of had their eyes open to, I think, is this might be the year, it feels like the year that Chip Kelly has finally turned the corner with the Bruins. You have a lot of guys who played three and four years. He has a big-time running game, uh, two really physical running backs. Zach Charbonnet transferred from but from Michigan, he's a Southern California kid, looked terrific, albeit against a really bad Hawaii team. And then you take the fact that LSU is coming off of a rough five and five year. And also LSU has two new new coordinators, both guys, offensive uh, play caller and defensive play caller. They're brand new, have really no experience calling plays in a game. So I think on the that side of it, it's going to be interesting to see how LSU tries to deal with all the stuff that Chip Kelly and his offense is going to throw at him formationally 
as well as they have three really good tight ends. I think they're going to do a lot of stuff with them. And, and the challenge is how does LSU adjust to it? Chip came out with Oregon and, and it, it was new. And then he went to the NFL and it was new and then went to UCLA and hasn't had the success, maybe hasn't gotten the athletes there. But is he still an offensive innovator the way he was when we were you know, touting him at Oregon and certainly that first year in the NFL? I think he is. I think you're going to see some really unique stuff with what they do in the run game. Uh, now I think they have the big people up front. When he took over, um, it was a complete overhaul from what Jim Mora had. And obviously there was been a lot of growing pains there. I think the biggest difference with this UCLA program compared to what he had at Oregon, remember he jumped in with Mike Bellotti at first. He was the, he was the offensive coordinator. Then he took over the program, but they had, they had recruited a lot of speed there. Um, I, they have a couple of guys who can really run Kaz Allen can fly, but uh, he's a receiver, but in terms of you don't see like a Michael James, DeAnthony Thomas kind of factor in this offense. Um, I think that's different for them. They are going to to really try to get you off balance and get your head spinning and then bludgeon you uh, with physicality, which is different really than what you saw with Oregon, which was everything was so fast. I mean, he's got his line about how. You know, back when he was at Oregon, they had they went really fast and they had fancy uniforms and, and shiny helmets. And now pretty much everybody else has those options, too. I think the thing that you're going to see with him and he's actually been an innovator, I think, in a lot of ways in preparation. I mean, he's one of the reasons why people all throughout football, not just in college football, changed their their basically weekly practice schedule to get athletes ready for game day. I think so. There's a lot of stuff that he probably deserves credit for that, you know, maybe gets lost as people just think about, oh, he, he made everybody go fast and he talks fast and all that stuff. I think there's a lot of wrinkles you're going to see now that he has a lot of pieces he can work with and a lot of guys who they have a lot of buy-in and a lot of experience in what he's looking for. The quarterback who has the most pressure this year is who? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. I mean, I think, you know, you joke, you talked about about Bryce Young a minute ago. I think there's a lot of pressure on him because the expectation is so high. Um, you know, for me, it, when you're talking about Alabama, what's different this year is Sark was great with uh, quarterbacks. Like I did a story a couple uh, a week ago for The Athletic about the evolution of the Alabama offense. And there's been so many different hands in it and so many different coaches have come and gone uh, there and made their little adaptations. I think Bill O'Brien and people remember him, obviously, from when he was the head coach at Penn State and certainly what he did in the NFL. But Sark is a big shoes to replace because Sark was as good coaching the quarterbacks as anybody who's come through in Tuscaloosa. And I think what's unique there is you're you're it's not just we've got to replace Sark. We got to replace Mac Jones. You have to replace five first round picks on that offense. And so John Mechie's a really good receiver, but the receiving room at Ohio State had been, I'm sorry, the receiving room at Alabama had been off the charts in the last couple of years, really in the last decade. I still think there's talent, but people are going to expect Bryce Young to go in there and just tear it up. And he might. I mean, he's a, he's a really highly regarded kid out of Southern California, but the bar is incredibly high there at Alabama just because no matter who's been there, it's kept getting better. 
And it's going to be hard to be better than what they were last year, even as good, I think. You're going to the LSU-UCLA game, but if you could go to one other game this weekend, which one would it be? Uh, man, there's great choices. Um, I love the matchup in, in Penn State, Penn State going to Wisconsin. Uh, I think Indiana and IU is Iowa is a really fun game. To me, though, you got to go with the top five matchup. And it's like, what happens in Charlotte with with Clemson and Georgia? You got so many five star guys on the field. Um, I think expectations for national title is big, especially with with Georgia. They haven't done it. It's been a long, long time since they won a national title. They have all these five star guys. I think there's a lot of hype around JT Daniels. And, you know, I want to see it. I mean, because it's not like their schedule on either side is is loaded. This is the heavyweight matchup out of the gate. This is also the only ranked team right now that Clemson is is set up to play in the regular season. So you know, don't stub your toe here or anything like that. But I, I I think what you have are two teams that are really, really loaded with big athletic dudes in the front seven, especially on the D lines. And I think I would expect a really low scoring physical game with them. And to me, it's like, how well can Georgia run the football? Because they're down three, you know, five-star athletes, you know, at tight end and receiver and for this matchup. And that's going to be hard to put on JT Daniels, I think. Bruce Feldman, Fox Sports reporter. He'll be uh, covering LSU and UCLA. That'll be 8.30 Eastern Saturday night at the Rose Bowl. How would you sum up the offseason for college football? Chaotic. Um, Dan, to me, it was such a bombshell when it came out. And it came out basically the week of of, uh, Big Ten media days here that all of a sudden, whoa, Texas and OU are going to bolt from the Big 12 to go to the SEC. To me, what's so crazy about that and the subplot in this is there's been all that talk about co- college football playoff expansion. And there was a working group with with basically four people, the AD of Notre Dame, the Mountain West commissioner, as well as Bob Bowlesby from the Big 12 and Greg, and, uh, Greg Sankey from the SEC. The fact that this was go- they were having these meetings and all this discussion and while it was going on, Greg Sankey was basically gutting the Big 12 and Bob Bowlesby's league um, is kind of really mind blowing business stuff in, in terms of that and how it really uh, rocked the Big 12. And again, I talked to some 80s in the league that week who were like, this is the most stable we felt like we've been in a decade. And all of a sudden now wow. you're two brands that really are the ones that the TV networks care about. The other ones they don't rate. It's the two that are Greg Sankey and the SEC are, are taking away. I mean, that created a lot of dominoes that are still affecting, you know, right now we think the, the big 12 leftovers may are going to probably reach out to BYU and Houston and Cincinnati um, and UCF. And so that has a domino effect to me. That's a big part of it. The NIL is certainly a story with now we've gotten used to players posing for pictures with cars that they just got and it's all legal now. I mean, that's another like, whoa, moment that where are we at in 2021? We've come a long way. Good to check in with you, Bruce. Should be fun this year. Certainly a whole lot different than a year ago at this time where we didn't know what was happening with the Big Ten or the Pac-12. And now we have doubts about the future of the uh, the Big 12, or at least the artist formerly known as. But uh, uh, should be fun. Thanks for joining us, Bruce. We appreciate it. Always a pleasure, Dan. Thanks for having me. Uh, Bruce Feldman, Fox Sports reporter, college football writer for The Athletic. Yeah, you go back last year, and it was just crazy. 
And it felt like it was day by day. And then when we got into the schedule, it was week to week. Are they going to be able to play? Where are they going to be able to play? They can't play. Are they going to make that game up? And when I got the information last year, and my source said, Big Ten's not going to play. And I said, okay. And he goes, and if the Big Ten doesn't play, the Pac-12's not going to play. Because Pac-12 always follows the Big Ten. I go, okay. He said, but get ready. You're going to have people who are going to come after you because they're going to say that you're wrong. You're going to have commissioners. You're going to have coaches. You're going to have people who cover the sport. They're going to say you're wrong. The Big Ten is not playing football this year. And I came in that morning, and there are times when I don't tell the Danettes. I just, I figured, let me, let me tell them, and then we react, in, you know, in, in, like it's real time. That's, that's what I'm looking for sometimes. Sometimes I have to let them know if we're going to reach out to a guest. But um, even when Baker Mayfield, I was told, was going to be the number one pick, I didn't tell the Danettes. I just said, I got something that will shock you. And I said, I, I'm going to tell you, and it has to do with the draft. And, uh, you know, then they, of course, can't stop trying to uh, troubleshoot this. Like, I, what about, give us a hint. You know, who's it have to do? Is there a trade? Who's going number one? I said, just wait. And then I came in that morning and I said, I got a bombshell. And I just said to McLovin, get ready for social media because you're going to get inundated with stuff. And people are going to say that I don't know what I'm talking about. And there were so-called college football insiders who said he doesn't cover the sport. Like, what's he know? Doesn't mean I'm wrong. I'm not an insider. But you get information and we break those those stories here. And I thought, okay. I'm, I'm going to say this, and then it's, there's going to be a fallout. And there was immediately, because there were denials that Big Ten was not. And I said, you know, the Pac-12 is not going to play football this year either. And uh, a lot of articles were written. And, uh, and then when I came on you know, a few weeks later, whenever that was, and I said, you know, they're going to try to do this in the Big Ten. And uh, they're going to try to play maybe five games, and the Pac-12 is going to try to do this as well. Because they don't want to be irrelevant. You don't want to you know, waste a year. Uh, I mean, it was crazy last year. And here we are this year. Lot of, a pr- lot of promise here. And hopefully safe, uh, vaccinated, able to go to the games. And uh, big difference. Yeah, McLevin. That tweet uh, the day that the Big Ten, was, that was our biggest tweet, like one of ever, if not the biggest. I mean, how many times it got retweeted? Yes. Tens of thousands of thousands. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, there's certain times when you get information. Like, I'm not an NFL insider, but if somebody says, hey, you know, I'm hearing from this person that Baker Mayfield's going number one overall. I'm not here to take anybody's job or to think I'm Ian Rappaport or Shefty or Glazer. Or college football is an insider. It's just there are certain times we get information and, you know, I give that to you. I serve the audience. I don't care, you know, insiders or outsiders, whatever. My job is to serve this audience. And when we have that information, we give it to you. But it's not like I go, hey, let me have a hot take here. That's not what we do. I just give you what I think is, you know, good reporting. At least that's what I hope it always is. Not always right. You know, but I, I like my track record. Yeah, McLeod. Uh That Big Ten was the biggest tweet. Uh, I bet you can't remember off the top of your head the second biggest tweet of the last like 18 months. I could save it. No, no. you, um, Scotty Pippen. Yes, Scotty Pippen. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. 
That was, I still have people coming up going, man, what was, what was Scotty Pippen drinking his tequila? And you know, did you, did you know he was going to say that? I think Scotty knew what he was going to be asked about and he wanted to get that out there. I was just amazed that mainstream media didn't pick up on him basically saying, basically saying that Phil Jackson wanted a white player to succeed over a black player and putting Scotty Pippen not giving him the opportunity to have a last second shot in, in a playoff game in letting Tony Kukoc have that honor. People were like, Oh, Scotty Pippen's rip, ripping Kevin Durant. And I go, Scotty can rip Kevin Durant if he wants to, who cares? It's just an opinion. The real story is when you call your coach a racist or you say that Michael is selfish. He went to play baseball. He's selfish. Michael knew the cameras were watching in Utah when he said, get the ball, I'll throw the ball to Steve, Steve Kerr, and make sure you make the shot. That he did it because the cameras were on him. Like, Scotty had things that he wanted to get off his chest. Yeah, McLevin. Do you remember in real time, did, did you know that Scotty's comments were going to blow up midway through the interview? Well, no, because I, I wanted to have him on. I said to Todd, I don't know if Scotty realizes what he said about Phil Jackson. I want to give him the chance to, if he wants to put it in context or clarify. That was, it's all that was. And then when I got to that moment where I said, you know, let's go back to when uh, Phil designed the play for Tony and you took yourself out. And then he almost was like, oh, I've talked about that. Or are we going to go back to that? And then I had to let him know what he said about Phil and how that could be received. And then he said, I don't have any problem with it. I said, you're calling Phil a racist. And he said, I don't have any problem with that. Then I knew that was going to explode. Yeah, Paul. Especially as a Chicago person, when he when it left his mouth, I remember saying to myself, oh, this is it. This is the grenade in Chicago. This is a, this is a grenade that people in Chicago will remember years and years from now. Yeah, this is going to be, when people talk about Scottie Pippen, it'll be up there when you think of Scottie with all the greatness that he displayed when he played. But that comment about Phil Jackson, that never go away. And, you know, Phil Jackson has not addressed it. We reached out to him, and um, he's represented by Brent Musburger's brother, Todd. And we thought, okay, let's see if Phil wants to respond. And I think wisely chose not to. I don't know if you could go back and change Scotty's mind. I don't even know what Phil says other than, no, Phil, or, you know, Scotty's, that, that's nonsense. But Phil is not, I don't think, commented on that. Uh, we'll take a break. Play of the day's up next here. We'll settle on our poll question back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments 
where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, my God. The play, the play, the play. of the day. Left side, got it! Play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Play fake. Stroud wants to throw over the middle. Caught at the 40-yard line. Alave still moving. Alave with the burst. Two. Sweet. Chris Alave. A 61-yard touchdown. And that may do it for Ohio State. Courtesy of Gus Johnson and Fox. 
Olave is seventh 100-yard receiving game at Ohio State. Since 2000, Michael Jenkins, the only Buckeye with more. That is your play of the day. Minnesota hung in there for as long as they could. And uh, there were a couple of calls there. I thought there should have been a targeting call on a, on a fumble with um, a targeting call in Ohio State. But uh, Minnesota had a good uh, ground game. Uh, Ibrahim Mohammed, uh, he had like 160 yards, but may have blown out his Achilles. He was in a boot uh, at the end of the game. Play of the day brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Upgrade to a Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor. Get an extra close shave thanks to their precision cut stainless steel blades. You can go to dollarshaveclub.com. In-store, online, dollarshaveclub.com. All right, poll question, McLevin. Well, since Todd was allowed to book the show today, mm. I figured I could put up the poll without any approval. <laughs> okay. So I put up a hard-hitting one. Okay. What's your favorite season? Spring? Here are the choices. Oh, I know Summer. what the seasons are. Here are the choices. <laughs> Do you have one that I'm not aware of? Flannel season? Winter, spring, Comeback summer, season? or fall? Seasons of your life. Chili season? Seasoning? Yeah. Now, what's your favorite seasoning? Fall, fall's got an early lead over summer. Thank you, McLeod. Seriously, that's what we're going with? That's to start with. I have an against the grain poll for later in the show. But every day's the Super Bowl around here. This doesn't. This feels like wild card weekend. I mean, come on. It is a Friday before Labor Day. I know, it's but a that, perfect, no, it's a no. transition from summer to fall. No. Other people may start their weekend earlier, and we, we can't. I mean, Todd did, but we can't. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Shot. Yeah. Shot's fired. NFL kicks off in six days. Do you remember some of the matchups last year at this time with college football? I remember I was excited because BYU was playing Navy. And that was really the coming out, coming out party for Zach Wilson. He threw three touchdowns. They won 55-3. to three. But there weren't great matchups there. No other ranked teams were playing. It was like Houston Baptist and North Texas State. (laughs) And you're going, I'm not sure about these matchups. I hope there's a good game in here. And uh, BYU played Navy. It was at night. And that was not a good game at all. A little different this weekend. Clemson and Georgia. I mean, that's the hammer you want. That feels like it's a late in the season kind of game. You're starting with that. They might play later in the season in the playoffs. <laughs> yes, McLovin. Possible to see uh, Alabama go down this weekend? A lot Against of people, Miami? A lot of people think Miami's interesting. I think it's a neutral site. What, uh, what's the point spread? Double check. Uh, Paulie's looking up now. Okay. Alabama double-digit favorite? Can, can we play guess that point spread? Mm. Fun game. And it's a neutral site. Alabama-Miami Chick-fil-A okay. kickoff game in Atlanta. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to go double-digit uh, favorites for Alabama. You'd be right. All right. Now keep going. I'm going to go <laughs> 15 point favorites. 19 and a half Alabama's okay. given. Yikes. Yes, McLovin. Well, maybe I feel a little <laughs> less good about Miami now. Maybe if it was in Miami. Yeah. Even then. No. But it's, you know, Alabama has a new quarterback. They lost nine guys to the pros every year. At some point, doesn't this have to affect their team? They're putting. Nine guys into the first round of every, you know, they never were like this before. They never lost this many pros. Well, they didn't have skill position players taken. 
your quarterback was normally not drafted by Alabama, and you didn't talk about their wide receivers. You might have talked about their tight end. You talk about their running back and their, be their offensive line. This is where Saban, all of a sudden, he changed his offensive philosophy, and he's, he's gone after the, the marquee quarterback. He's gone after the marquee wide receivers. He still has the offensive line. He still has the tight end. He still has the running back. That's where it's not fair. Because it used to be, you know, Saban's got a methodical game plan, going to run the football, play great defense. And then all of a sudden, Lane Kiffin comes in, helps him reorganize the offense to get it up to the 21st century. Steve Sarkeesian and what he does. That's where it's changed for Alabama. Because if Nick was still caught in his old school mentality, they wouldn't be as formidable as they are. Because everybody, I still go back to when Johnny Manziel lit up Alabama. And that was the day where Saban probably went, I got to change my offensive philosophy here. I got to get more offense. I got to be more wide open. And then all of a sudden you're getting the wide receivers. You're going after that marquee. That quarterback wants to go where you're going to throw the football. You don't want to go to Alabama if all you're doing is handing the ball off and waiting for, you know, you're, you're going to play in big games, but you're, you're going to be um, uh, Greg McElroy. You know, you want to be, you want to be Mac Jones. You want to be Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah, Paul. In the past ten seasons, Nick Saban hasn't had any off years. Like his off years are eleven and two. His worst record in the past ten years is eleven and two. That's it. Coming up, Rodney Harrison had no problem signing off on Mac Jones as the quarterback for his former team, the Patriots. Does Cam Newton get another job? One hour in the books. Two more to go on this Friday, Dan Patrick Show. Close out the first hour. This past year has brought a lot of changes to our lives. And for some of you, that means changes in your job or maybe considering retirement. If that's your situation, you probably have a lot of questions on your mind. Who handles your retirement accounts? Do you have enough money to retire? Is your portfolio invested appropriately? Retirement's a big step. When it comes to investing for retirement, most people can't afford to make mistakes. Stiefel has been helping clients manage their investments for over 130 years. Your Stiefel Financial Advisor can help create a personalized retirement plan. Understand your options for claiming Social Security and implement an investment portfolio designed around your needs. Stiefel clients have access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy views. You make informed decisions. Find your Stiefel Financial Advisor at Stiefel.com. It's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated. Member SIPC NYSE. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. 
I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.